0: Oh good morning, very warm welcome to our service of worship and as we come to worship God may you know God's loving presence with you. The psalmist says in Psalm 139, you have searched me Lord and you know me. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens you are there. And so we begin with our first hymn of praise, How Great Thou Art, Mission Praise, number 506. And uh, as I said, although we can't sing at present, you are welcome to stand uh, for our hymn. Almighty God our Heavenly Father your glory is above all and beyond all description you are the God of past present and future of space and time of heaven and earth and of all people all creatures and all creation through Jesus you have opened the way for us to come into your wonderful presence as your beloved children We praise you for your greatness, and we thank you for your goodness. As we draw near to you now in this time of worship, help us to know in our hearts that through faith in Jesus, you are with us always by the presence of your Holy Spirit. Teach us in this time to know the depths of your love for us in Jesus. And while we meet with you, help us also to know that we are joined by your spirit the spirit of love and unity with all your people who call on your name gracious and merciful god forgive us for our thoughts words and actions that have not been pleasing in your sight cleanse us and renew us by your spirit and give us your grace To live in love and hope trusting in your provision for all our needs through jesus christ our lord who taught us to pray saying our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen well we're going to um, come to god's words today and uh, find out what god wants to say to us from his word and i wonder what, uh, what clue we've got to Today to see what what we're going to be looking at. Well, I've got a, um, a booklet here. Um, uh, you might not be able to see it very well, but um, it's actually the kind of thing you get when you go to a certain store and you order some furniture and you've got to put it up by yourself. And uh, it's got lots of ins- lots of pictures, um, lots of instructions. Um, you can uh, uh, you it tells you the different stages of it. And it can be quite fun to put uh, furniture up, but sometimes it's less fun, especially if it's uh, quite complicated. Um, and uh, you know, it's a bit like a jigsaw sometimes, um, and it, it, it uh, can take a little bit of time for it all to come together. And uh, now you can try it by yourself. You can you can try and put it together by yourself, but it's often quite useful to have at least uh, another person. Um, maybe if it's a bigger piece of furniture to hold various place, things in place while you're putting other bits up um, so it doesn't all fall, fall on top of you, or um, perhaps it's just a little bit complicated at times, so two heads are better than one, to try and work out which, what it actually means, especially if it's just pictures. And um, you know, there's, there's other things where it's just really good to help each other um, to, to do these things. Now. It's not just making furniture that we need help. There's lots of things in our lives that, um, although we could try and do it ourselves, it's actually really good to have some help. And it's good to be able to ask for help for the things that we need. And in today's um, story from the Bible, um, I'm going to tell you a story about um, how Jesus um, tells his friends, the disciples, uh, about God's Spirit who was going to come to help them to um to live uh, as jesus has asked us to live and to to do the things that jesus asked us to do and so this uh, story is is really about god's holy spirit and it comes uh, in john's gospel in chapter 14 if you want to look at it later and it's it the story is that jesus was coming to the end of his special work for God and he told people about God's love he'd encouraged people and shown them kindness and he'd perform miracles and healed people's bodies and minds and Jesus had been able to do these things where the Bible tells us with the power and the strength of God's Spirit in him but Jesus still had the most difficult part um, to do of his work to be crucified to take the punishment for the sins of the world And when he told his friends, the disciples, what was going to happen, they were very sad. They didn't want him to go. But Jesus comforted them and said, don't worry, trust God and trust in me too. Although I'm going to heaven, I'm not leaving you on your own. I'm going to send God's spirit to live in your hearts, to teach you and to help you to live like me. I want you to be able to do what I have done. In fact you're going to do even more amazing things than me but you can't do this by yourself you need God's spirit in your hearts he can help you and he can show you what to do and if you love me and do what i've taught you God's spirit will come and be with you always so don't worry and don't be afraid and Jesus uh, says these things for us today that we too can show God's love and do amazing things like Jesus has asked us to do with the help of God's Spirit who comes to to live in our hearts when we put our trust in Jesus and we can do um, the things that Jesus asked by um, following what Jesus taught in the Bible and the Holy Spirit helps us to understand what Jesus tells us as well. So we're going to think about these things as we pray so let's pray together. Thank you, Jesus, that you loved us so much that you died for us. Thank you for sending God's Spirit as our helper. Help us to live like you and show your love to everyone we meet. Amen. Well, We're going to have our next hymn now, One More Step Along the World I Go, Mission Praise 1346. And again, um, you're welcome to stand for our hymn.
1: Our first lesson this morning is to be found in the Gospel according to John. John chapter 14 and reading from verse 12 to verse 17. John 14 and at verse 12. Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. And they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. If you love me, keep my commands. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of Truth. The Word cannot accept him, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be In you. Our second reading is to be found in Acts. Acts chapter 1 and reading the first 11 verses. Acts chapter 1 and at verse 1. In my former book Theophilus I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered round him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up to the sky as he was going, when suddenly, two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus, who has been taken from you into heaven, will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Amen. God will bless to us Reading from his holy word, and to him be all praise and all glory. Let us now continue our worship by listening to hymn 1201 in Mission Praise, and you're welcome to stand or remain seated. Mission Praise, hymn 1201 Longing for Light, Christ be our light.
0: Loving God, we thank you that you entered into our darkness through our Lord Jesus Christ, the light of the world. And Lord, we we ask that you would shine that light on your word this day, that we may see all that you have for us, that you would shine that light in our hearts. And Lord, help us to know your presence with us, that we may go out from here and go out from our homes, wherever we are, Lord, to take that hope of Christ to our world. So, Lord, we ask that you would speak to us now and speak to us clearly by your Holy Spirit, for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if someone we love said that they uh, were going away and that was a good thing, um, we might find that a little bit difficult to accept Because being with someone we love means having the opportunity to enjoy their presence with us and to grow and develop our relationship with them. And yet Jesus told his disciples um, that he was going to return to his Father in heaven and that's exactly what he said to them. John 16 verse 7 records Jesus' words, But very truly I tell you, it is for your good the time going away. Now it sounds like a a strange thing to say because at first we might think, as I'm sure the disciples were thinking, um, that there could be nothing better than to be around Jesus, to experience firsthand the presence of God's Son, showing the love of God to everyone who came to him, healing the sick, releasing people from darkness and oppression, giving them life and hope and purpose. And to hear firsthand Jesus teaching about the kingdom of God and the way of everlasting life. How could it possibly be good that Jesus was going, going to his Father in heaven? But what Jesus also said to them in, in later on in that same verse, John 16, verse 7, after saying, it is for your good that I am going away, was this, unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you, but if I go, I will send him to you. And in our Bible readings today in John chapter 14 and Acts chapter 1, we find the same message from Jesus, that although he was going to ascend to heaven and be with God his Father, he was also going to send a very special gift be with his followers. He was going to send them the gift of the Holy Spirit, the advocate. And this gift of the Holy Spirit would make all their difference to their lives. And so rather than it being a disadvantage that Jesus was going, Jesus says that things would actually be better for them. The gift they were being given wasn't inferior in any way. Rather, the Holy Spirit we would allow them to continue to know God's presence with them and in them as they shared the good news of Jesus with people all over the world. If we were to read um, the whole of uh, John chapter 14, we we would find that Jesus was actually preparing his disciples for his going away. A very short time later, he was going to die for the sins of the world at On a cross at Calvary, just outside the city wall of Jerusalem. And then three days later, he would rise from the grave victorious, having overcome the power of sin and death and the devil. And after that, he would return to be with them for a period of 40 days to further prepare them before his return to heaven. But after reassuring them with the words, Do not let your hearts be troubled. And telling them that he would be preparing a place for them in God's house. Jesus went on to make quite an astounding promise in verse 12. Very truly I tell you whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. And they will do even greater things than these. Because I am going to the Father. Now what an amazing thing Jesus says here about his followers. And Before we think he's he's just talking about his apostles, um, let's just uh, recognize who Jesus is actually addressing this to. He says, very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me. So who is he talking about? Well, he's talking about everyone who is a follower of him, because he says, whoever believes in me, and that includes us today. Jesus said because he was going to his father, because he was going to be away, to be with God, his father in heaven, it's a good thing for us. And part of that good thing, Jesus says, is that whoever believes in me will do the works I've been doing, and they will do even greater things than these. It's really an incredible promise, and I wonder if we maybe struggle to to really um, believe that promise. So we need to stop to think about it for a moment. Because Jesus did do a lot of amazing and incredible things during his earthly ministry. In fact, the Apostle John wrote in his Gospel that he'd only recorded a small fraction of all the amazing things Jesus did. Because there were just too many things to write about. And he said in chapter 21, from verse 24 to 25, speaking about himself. He says, this is the disciple who testifies to these things. That's the things Jesus did and who wrote them down. We know his testimony is true because he saw them happen. Jesus did many other things as well, he goes on. If every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have room for the books that would be written. And so if Jesus did so many incredible things, how can those who believe in Jesus do his works and even greater things? Well, Jesus tells us, um, first of all, as he tells his disciples, that they will be able to pray in his name and receive what they need to bring glory to God. And just uh, that's a key part. It's about bringing glory to God. We could ask God for lots of things, but will it bring glory to God? But he's saying that if we pray in his name to bring glory to God for, for whatever our need is, he will answer us. But in addition to that, Jesus also promises in verses 16 and 17 that he will ask his Father. And they will be given another advocate to help them to be with him forever. And this other advocate, the spirit of truth, is none other than God's Holy Spirit. When we hear the word advocate, we associate that word with someone who speaks or acts on our behalf. However, the word advocate used in verse 16, which is a translation from a Greek word, paraclete, can also be translated to the words comforter, or encourager or helper and so the Holy Spirit is not only able to help us know what to say and what to do as Jesus followers the Holy Spirit is able to help us and comfort us and encourage us in our walk with God and that last word encourage can also be taken to mean that the Holy Spirit can encourage or give us courage The Spirit can give us the courage and boldness for all that we need to do or to say. And the Holy Spirit is also given to be with us forever. Jesus said, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The Spirit of truth. And so the Holy Spirit fulfills Jesus' promise given at the end of Matthew's Gospel chapter 28 from verse 18 to 20, where he promised, Jesus promised to be with us always, to be with his followers always. He said there, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you, And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. The Holy Spirit living in us from the moment we put our trust in Jesus as our Lord and Savior and staying with us forever enables us to know God's loving presence with us and to be united in the love of God our Heavenly Father and His Son Jesus. Romans 5 5 tells us that through our faith in Jesus, God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And what greater gift than to have the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus, sent by our Heavenly Father to assure us day by day that we belong to God and that nothing will be able to separate us from God's love for us in Jesus our Lord, which you can read those verses at the end of Romans chapter eight. However, the Holy Spirit also gives us the power to be able to live for Jesus and to do His works. That's what Jesus says in Acts chapter one. We read in, uh, we read in verses four and eight that Jesus told his disciples, mm-hmm wait for the gift uh, gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And so it was the Holy Spirit who enabled Jesus' first disciples to take the good news much further than where Jesus had been during his earthly ministry over his three, three years. And in every gen- generation since, the Holy Spirit has empowered Jesus' followers to continue taking the good news to the nations and to do the works of the gospel wherever they went. And we too, as Christ's body and members of his church, have the same Holy Spirit to empower us to speak and to act and to bring the good news of Jesus wherever we are. By giving us the Holy Spirit then, Jesus is able to reach out through us to touch many, many lives because wherever his followers are, the Spirit of Jesus is able to do the works of the gospel through us. On the day of Jesus' ascension to heaven, There was a question, though, that the disciples had for Jesus, although um, they'd been taught by Jesus um, that he'd been going away, he would be going away and would return one day, and in the meantime, they had a task to do, they were to take the good news of Jesus, the way of God's, God's way of salvation through Jesus to those near and far, even to the ends of the earth. But there were still questions they had and so they put this question to Jesus it was really about they were wondering what was going to happen next where they were and so here's their question and Jesus response in verses 6 to 8 Lord are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel he said to them it is not for you to know the times or dates The Father is set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. I'm sure many of us have questions we'd like answers to at the moment. What's going to happen next? When will this all be over? When will things be restored? The thing is that we're not going to get answers to some of these questions at present. However, our risen and ascended Lord reassures us that by his spirit he will give us the power we need to live through this time and to continue to live as his witnesses whatever is going on around us the Holy Spirit isn't restricted by all that's going on. In fact, the Spirit of Jesus is working in amazing ways and touching people's lives even now. For example, just a, a week or so ago, I was on a Zoom meeting with some other ministers from the Church of Scotland, led by the moderator of the General Assembly, Martin Fair, and he was interviewing Nicky Gumbel um, about the online Alpha course. And we had an Alpha course a couple of years ago here. And Nikki Gumbo was telling us how many more people are finding out about Jesus through the Alpha course online than ever before. And though people haven't been able to meet up in person for uh, Alpha courses in the past year, many were coming to faith in Jesus. And many, many were receiving prayer for healing over Zoom and testifying to God's healing them. Another example is of someone I know of who just over a week ago became a follower of Jesus over their phone in their own home. They'd been searching for help from God and received prayer and came into a relationship with Jesus through a phone call with someone who shared the good news of Jesus with them. there are many many more examples of how the Holy Spirit is working through believers in this time to help people find the love of God in their own particular needs whether that's spiritual emotional physical needs there's lots of um, practical things that are happening through churches today that are reaching people in their their physical needs as well So this day when we we think particularly about Jesus ascending to heaven, and we look forward to um, remembering Pentecost next Sunday, let's give thanks to God for the gift of his Spirit, his Holy Spirit, who we receive by faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, and who assures us of God's loving presence with us, and who gives us the power to live and to share the good news of Jesus. Amen. Let's pray together. So, Almighty God, our eternal God, we thank you for all your gifts to us through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Savior, and today we especially thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit who you have given to all believers to assure us, of your everlasting love and to cleanse renew and empower us so that we may be witnesses of the good news of Jesus wherever we are and whoever we share our lives with thank you for the ways that you are continuing to work in and through your people to bring the message of hope and freedom to many and to release your gifts of forgiveness healing and wholeness to those who suffer in body, mind or spirit. We bring to you now those known to us who are in need. For the sick, we pray for your healing. For the grieving, we pray for your comfort. And for the burdened, we pray for your peace and provision. Gracious and loving God, we remember the needs of our world. We especially remember all who are caught up in the conflict in Israel and Gaza. And we pray for a rapid de-escalation of hostilities, the overcoming of deep-seated difficulties, and wisdom and help for those working to bring peace to the region. We pray for all who have been brought low by the pandemic and especially remember the places where many are suffering. Lord, give wisdom to all who govern in their decision making and may the vaccination programs be widened to the places of greatest need. Lord, in our city, Our nation and our world, we pray for your deliverance. Heavenly Father, we thank you that in Christ we have an eternal hope, that he is preparing a place for us, and that in the meantime he has given us all we need through your Spirit. And so we thank you that whatever we face, underneath are your everlasting arms, holding us and giving us the strength we need for each day. Help us to live in the knowledge of your loving presence with us and in the power of your Holy Spirit, that we may live for your glory always. Through Jesus Christ, our risen and ascended Lord and Savior, Amen. And so now we come to our closing hymn, um, Mission Praise number 449, Love Divine, All Loves Excelling. And though we're not able to sing, you are welcome to stand for the hymn.
2: can
0: May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit and the blessing of God Almighty the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you this day and remain with you always. Amen.